All right, welcome back this week as we wrestle with uh, the ongoing issue of character and the development of character in our lives as we look at some biblical uh, concepts related to character. This week, we're going to focus on the issue of toughness. So if you're thinking about the core four, this definitely would fall into uh, that section about strength uh, and the ability to be resilient. Toughness is a, a, a kind of synonymous with the idea of resilience. My passage is coming to you from John 16:33 today. So if you have your scriptures open, you want to take a look at them or get your device, your phone, or iPad, computer, and look up uh, John 16:33. Uh, the verse says this, I have told you all this, that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you're going to have a lot of trials. You're going to have a lot of sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. You know, as I think about our campus, we have so many of us who are involved as athletes, but a number of us are also involved in other clubs and organizations, and, and as well as uh, academics and family and all that's going on. And so there, there really is an issue of the need to persevere and to work hard in order to accomplish the things that we have before us. As I was thinking about stories, I remember back to uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder player, Serge Ibaka. I don't know how many of you are aware of his story. I don't know how many of you even were the player, but if you go back and take a look at his career, his background perhaps is much more interesting than the career, uh, his uh, basketball career, in that he was the, the third youngest son of 18 children. Uh, Abaka was born in uh, the Republic of Congo, uh, which is a very worn-torn region of, uh, of, of the Congo, uh, a poor nation located down in Africa. And shortly after his mother died, when he was the age of eight, Abaka's family was forced to flee their hometown during the Second Congo War. And while his father was imprisoned for being on the wrong side of the conflict, Abaka uh, had to basically shelter on the streets for a number of years. I mean, struggled to, to find food to eat. Uh, eventually, his father was freed, uh, which allowed life to slowly get back to normal. And, but it was a tough time, lots, lots of tough issues. Abaka, when uh, interviewed about this and talked about this, he says it was his faith in God that helped him to get through it. He said, I believe in God, and I believe in miracles, and I believe that everything is possible. <laughs> if you think about it, you know, I, I'm sure that we all go through tough times. Now, maybe none of us uh, quite as tough as perhaps what Abaka was dealing with. Uh, but, you know, I, I always find that a tough thing to deal with because um, when people tell you you're not going through tough times compared to others, they don't really get it. It, it doesn't matter so much how tough what you're going through is compared to other people. The point is it's tough. When you're going through it, it's tough. I don't care if it's just you're having a hard time or family is going through crisis or maybe you, you, you do come out of a worn, torn area and don't know how you're going to eat. The point is it, it's still, no matter how big in comparison, it can be a harrowing, life-draining experience. Um, and and I, I think it's important that we begin to recognize that toughness has to do with the ability to get through it and recognize that we need a source of strength to be able to get through it, uh, to rise uh, above the circumstances that we're dealing with, to be able to address the issue. Uh, I, I, I love the story of, of Joseph. 
Uh, and uh, if you ever get a chance to read it, it's, it's in the Old Testament. It comes out of Genesis 37. And here's this kid. Uh, he's born in a family. He's got 11 other brothers. And, uh, and they kind of don't like him. Uh, actually, they don't like him a lot. Dad really loved Joseph, uh, uh, doted on Joseph, maybe spoiled him a bit. But his brothers, for whatever reason, probably because dad did that and the fact that Joseph had a tendency to talk about these dreams where someday he would rule over them, uh, kind of didn't sit so well with his brothers. And so his brothers actually, um, they threw him in a pit. They sold him into slavery and then lied to their dad about it. So they, dad would think he was dead. Uh, they slowed, sold him into slavery, into Egypt. Uh, and there he worked as a servant uh, in, a, in a house. Uh, and then things didn't get much better because um, the, the, the lady of the house uh, tried to seduce him. Uh, Joseph ran away, but then the lady of the house made it sound like Joseph tried to seduce her. So, so ultimately he got thrown into prison and there he was rotting in prison. Um, and, and during that time, he rose to a little prominence because Joseph had this ability to interpret dreams. And so uh, eventually he was called upon to, uh, to interpret the dreams of the king. And he was, uh, he was released and, and able to serve and uh, actually ultimately became the second in command in all of Egypt. Uh, and, uh, and was able to get his family back together and so on. So there is a really happy story, but, but that was then. I mean, there's a lot of suffering that was going on before and being sold, uh, being thrown in the pit, by, hated by his brothers, uh, you know, being a slave, then incarcerated for years and years and years. Now, eventually it did work out, but that doesn't mean that at the moment while he was dealing with all that, that it wasn't a tough time. Uh, we all, like Joseph, are going to have to deal with varying levels of difficulty all throughout our lives. Uh, and, and if you haven't, um, if you haven't, or if you're not experiencing difficulty now, chances are that someone around you is. Uh, and and I think it's important because toughness, a lot of times people think that toughness is about yeah, I just got to see it through. I just got to tough it through. I, I'll, I'll make it. It's all about me, 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 me. I, you know, I just need to be a tougher person and I can do it. And, and I get that. And there is a sense of that. I mean, we need to be tough people. Yeah, I get it. But there's something about the relationship with Jesus Christ that, that allows you not to just have to rely on your own toughness all the time, um, but to realize that, that you stand with uh, uh, God who who's been through it. He's been there. He knows what that's like. And so we can, we can, we can trust in him to help us. So I, I want to give you a couple things. I want to come back to that thought here in a minute. Um, because when troubles come, when we, we have to deal with troubles, there's a couple of things I think be helpful for us to keep in mind, which will help us develop the character that we need for toughness and resiliency. N number one, we have to recognize that storms are going to come. Look, it, it just, it's a reality of life. There are going to be tough times, and we shouldn't be surprised. And, and you know, though I, I understand that many of you may not yet be Christians, it's actually the Christians, I think, who wrestle with this the most. Because when tough times come, they're all like, oh, God, what are you doing to me? God, I love you. Why are you making me go through this? Part of what we have to understand is that, that tough times are part of the process. Actually, we're promised to take care that we're going to deal with tough times. Take, you want to look at that more. Go to 
1 Peter 4, uh, 12, and it talks, it tells us that tough times are going to happen. So let's just realize that up front. Tough times are just part of life, all right? Secondly, we need to be prepared for the storms. If storms are going to come, we need to be prepared. You know, for us uh, living here in Kansas, uh, I know in my family, we've got uh, food downstairs, we've got flashlights downstairs, you know, because we know tornadoes are a possibility. Uh, And so just in case, we're prepared for those times. At the school, we do tornado drills and we have uh, tornado plans and so on. Why? Again, because storms are going to come and we have to be prepared for those storms. That's the same for you. Now, some of that has to do, at least from a spiritual standpoint, is being in prayer and being in the Word, because when tough times happen, having that relationship with God ahead of time, having the relationships you need with other people, knowing the Word so you can meditate on the Word, all of that becomes vitally important. That's ways that we can prepare ahead of time for the storms. Then, when the storm comes, rest rest in Jesus. I know that sounds weird, but just rest in Jesus. I will never forget there's a scripture that talks about a storm and the disciples were in in this storm and they were on this boat and it's storming everywhere and they're all freaking out like what's going on and they go to find Jesus, you know, where's Jesus? And Jesus is like sleeping. You're like in the bow of the ship, just having a little nap. Everyone's like, Jesus, don't you care? Look what's happening. And he's like gets up and says, stop to the wind. Stop, just stop. Guys, calm down just a storm and I'm here. I, I, I love that image because it says, you know, in the midst of the storm, let's just relax and let God take care of some of that. Let, let's not overly stress. It's not that we shouldn't, we shouldn't engage it, but let's not ruin ourselves in it. I, I love the, the, the quote. I don't even know who said it. it said, let the lion out of the cage and let it defend itself. Mean, meaning that the lion knows how to fight. So don't keep the lion in the cage. If you're trying to protect the lion, you're wasting your energy. Let the lion out and let it protect itself. I think the same is true for us when we deal with storms is Jesus, I mean, that's what the passage I opened up with is all about. Jesus has overcome these things. Let him stand in front of us. Uh, You know, I I, I used to cycle. I did some cross-country cycling and uh, called drafting. You know, you let the first person hit the wind and then you come in and you tuck right behind that person and what they do is they break up that wind resistance and so you don't have to pedal quite as hard you don't have to push quite as hard uh same with snowshoeing you know you let somebody step out in front of you first and then you walk in their footsteps because then you don't have to break up the snow quite as much i think the invitation from jesus is he's like guys i've been through i overcame this don't stress out walk behind me draft behind me we can get through this together uh, and then, and then I think the fourth thing is then let God use us after the storm. Um, you know, after a storm, there's a lot of picking up to do. Uh, there's a lot of cleaning up to do. There's you got to take out the you know move the branches and the fallen things and all that so that things can grow again and 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 we can expand it and enjoy again. So I think the important part is draft behind God during the storm so that when the storm is over with you're energized to be able to pick up the pieces after the storm and begin to see what it is that God might have us do. Uh, and I think that's a great way of, of thinking about these strategies of how to engage, uh, how to engage that. And I come back to what I said before. It's not about just our toughness. It's all about um, 
it's all about him. It's not just about our self-determination. It's about where do we have ourselves plugged into. Because when we have the power of God, um, when, when we find that we can draft behind God, uh, then we're, we're going to find our ability to engage the issue at the time uh, much greater. Uh, so, you know, part of the question is, if you were to draft behind God, would you know where to find him to know where to draft? That's why it's so important to me that you wrestle with the question of who God is in your life. And, and I know that maybe it's redundant, but I want to keep coming back. I don't know who's watching this, and I don't know how often people are watching it. But I want to be very clear. If you are trying to, I'll use that cycle thing. If you're trying to cycle your way through life, it's a tough run when you're by yourself. But if you allow God to come into your life, to take up residency in your soul and your heart, you give your life over to him, accept the free gift of salvation that he gives you, and, and then submit your life over to him, then when you come behind him, you're going to find that going through life is not quite as tough. And during those really, really, really tough times, you can get behind him. Toughness, toughness is about letting the lion out of the cage. We think that toughness is all about me. I've got to be the man. I've got to be the one to fight it. Huh. Sometimes I just need to let dad come do the fight because the, he's tougher. And if I want to be tough, I'll let the tough guy do the tough stuff. Uh, and then I'll learn from him. I'll be guided from him. So take just take that to heart. You know, I, I just, I really encourage you. Toughness is a great thing. But if it's all about your own self-determination, yeah, that'll give you some sense of character. You may be looked at by other humans, uh, other other bits of humanity as being a tough person. But the real toughness is when you know how to use your own determination and partner it with God's ability to overcome. When you do that, you're going to find yourself tough in ways you don't even understand. So blessings on you this week. See you again next week as we continue our journey in character. Take care.